You're listening to Too High to Go Hell, the Midnight Podcast. He's in, fam. <laughs> he's in. He's in. <laughs> he's in. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know what I said. But you know, tomorrow's another day, you know? And you know, what is, what is tomorrow, even? You know? It's just like... <laughs> you know, what's tomorrow? What is that? You know? I think I've actually got something to do in a bit, but uh, I definitely wanna uh, just you know we could talk a little bit more. I feel like um, there's a lot to uncover in that space, that sexual space. That causes us so much, like, you know, like, you know, you know, sex is very, in- uh, look at she's like, I knew it. <laughs> you know what, yeah? How can one active, specific activity cause us the most paramount pleasure? But the deepest level of grief at the same damn time. Depending on which side of the scale we're sitting on. I shouldn't even be talking about this right now. Again, I, I'm not even placed to talk about it, But I'm just, I'm just, you know, having the, the conversation. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but I, think, I feel like we should go into it together. I'm definitely gonna write a book on on sacred energy exchange. But when I feel like I'm more, um, when I've yeah, when I've reached a certain level of mastery, you know what I'm saying? Got to be able to practice what you preach. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You get what I mean? can't just be out here talking out your neck meanwhile offline it's a mad thing you know what I'm saying um, but 
<laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, I thought I'd just keep you like, company a little bit more. <laughs> but no, what I wanted to do is give uh, people opportunity to like um, talk about because I think some people had questions around um, sex, the topic of sex we was talking about. But and I wanted to get into it, but obviously because I started another live because that one ended, I didn't get to see what the questions were. So if there are questions or just statements that you want to discuss, please write them now so that we can. Because that's really why I came back on. One thing that hurts me, even though I speak for a whole hour, is like I I want to actually um, engage with people's personal questions. One, so that I can answer them in respect, but also, like, your questions give me questions and help me think about things that I don't think about because I don't have your brain. Do you get what I'm saying? I got my own brain. My brain thinks in a very particular way, and I'm all in on that way that I think. But the power of us, the infallible nature of unity, is the fact that we get more brains. More wisdom, more perspective, especially when those brains that are interconnected are all wanting to go to the same objective. I truly believe that those of you who tune into me are like me, who want to live a life of absolute abundance, absolute uh, pleasure, happiness, health, wealth, love, peace, freedom, but in the name of spiritual health. You know, we want to we want to enjoy our sex. You know what I mean? We want to enjoy our relationships with people. We want to enjoy the pleasures of food, music, our body, you know, all it, you know, all of these things that currently seem to be the bane of some of our lives just based on how much it doesn't align with what we know we should be doing. And that's where the issue comes. The reason why I I stated before that I feel like most people shouldn't have sex is just because we don't have the discipline to respect how sacred it is and i'm not saying we need to be you know write books before we have sex or have some sort of you know know the deepest levels of meditation before we have that's not what i'm saying it's about even just like basic love love as a principle of life you know I know that the, the, the greatest times I've experienced sex is when I am having sex in the principle of love. Not love as I love you. Everyone loves someone when they're having sex. Do you love me? Yes, I do. You're lying. You're lying. You don't love her. And she don't love you. You get what I'm saying? So, yes. But love meaning to give, seeking nothing in return. Do you understand? To give seeking nothing in return. My greatest experiences, not just in sex. Yes, because sex is, in it, again, all of that is an, ex, it's like a part of your spirituality. You know, it's like trying to remove sex from your spirituality is like trying to remove your piss from the things you drink. You get what I'm saying? You're like, if your piss is yellow, it's because you ain't been drinking enough water. It's very simple. You get what I'm saying? But most of us didn't grow up thinking that. In fact, most of us grew up thinking yellow pee was normal. Do you get what I'm saying? 
But what I'm trying to say is, sex is an extension of your spiritual way of life. You see? And often, and this is where a lot of complaints come from our community, is that you get, you get people who reach the highest ranks of knowledge, the highest ranks of academia, the highest ranks of creative acclaim, but are the most foul and undisciplined people when it comes to their sexual life. And often we think, oh, because they are a university professor or a Grammy Award winning artist or they know the Bible back to front, all of a sudden they've got to be the most sexually disciplined person. And it, it, nothing, no, 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 to, to love, Underst- I feel like mostly to understand that sexual space is to, we have to understand love, man, to give seeking nothing in return. And the reason why I say that most of us, including me, especially me, you know, what I'm <laughs> yeah, shouldn't, don't deserve to have sex is because. We don't know how... We, love is not a practice in our lives. Love is like a thing that is a burden to most of us. It's like, yeah, I'm on my career and I love sometimes. I'm chasing money and I love sometimes. Oh, I'm trying to get better in my health and sometimes I love. You know what I'm saying? Love is like an afterthought with people that we have pleasurable experiences with. Oh, I love my mum. Because whatever, whatever. She breastfed me and fed me and la la la. Oh, I love my boyfriend right now. Because he calls me every night and asks me about my work. So I love my boyfriend. Oh, I love my girlfriend. Because when I'm stressed out, she knows where to put it. You get what I'm saying? She knows where to that's how we use our love. Love is like, yeah, you get you get something it and nothing no 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 so that is not love family. Love is to give seeking nothing in return. Love is a way of life. It's either you are love or you're not love. There's no loving and also one thing I'd like to add a caveat. You know like oh do you love me like you love her? Shut up. Yes? Because love is a pure expression. But the way love appears in my relationship with this woman versus this man versus that child versus that elder versus that postman versus that homeless person versus whatever, it manifests differently but it's coming as the same essence. Love is an element like fire. Like water, like earth, like wind, like all the bloody things for Captain Planet. That is what love is. Love is an element of life. Do you understand? So it's not going to appear. It's like when you put fire on a hob versus fire out of a bloat. It's all fire, but based on the vessel it's coming from and the use for it is going to manifest differently. At different times. 
So there is no loving this like you love that. There's just love and your intentions when you are giving your love. That's it. You know, and so for me, when we're on the subject of sex, for everyone joining in, let me put the big S. Let me write sex three times. You know, it's magical when you write that shit. Sex, sex, sex. Yes. And I'm not talking to you as a master. I'm talking to you as a student. Okay? So... I'm talking to you as a student. I'm not a master. I'm a student. Okay? But sex, right, is... For me, for, for, for us to go into that space... You know, you know, for example, like... Often, many of us... It, um, many of us who study our antiquity as African people and the way of lives of indigenous cultures around the world, we will point to, you know, to give nod to our own personal sexual freedom. We'll say, oh, in this society, uh, these men had multiple wives. Oh, in this society, these women uh, walked around naked and topless. And in this society, uh, you know, Rare, rare, rare. Do you get what I'm saying? They slept with... Do you get what I'm saying? We, we kind of talk like that. But those societies had an unconscious competence that we don't have. Do you understand? We are very much aware of when we are loving and not loving someone. Love, for us, is not a way of life. So us comparing ourselves to our ancestors sometimes who practice a certain way of life that seemed very freeing, that seemed very open, Wagwan, that seemed very... Do you get what I'm saying? We, you can't even fathom the way in which those people live. When you see people walking around naked, no tops on, and, you know, this man's got all these wives and everyone's all peaceful and stuff, you, we can't think of that in our sick minds because love is not our way of life. You, we're choosy with the way we love. Does that make sense? And that's something that, like the deeper and deeper I went into the motherland, I started to see love in practical forms. Irrespect, like, take my bed. I, I, yeah, I just met you. I just met you. And I don't know who you are or where you come from. But you are a stranger in need. Here's a bed. Here's some food. And you can stay here because it's late. And you can be on your way. That's a way of life. Tell me how much people you see on road living in England or living in, living in, even to think about it is funny. You ain't not opening your door. You know, like when someone comes to your house and they're a stranger, it's, it's not even two hours before you ask, yo, when's that person going home, Reboy? You know what I'm saying? You don't even want your brother sleeping on your bed, like your actual biological brother. You don't even want that person sleeping on your bed, much less someone who just randomly appeared in your life. That's the difference, my family. That's the literal difference between us today who have been who have been cultured as individualistic people versus uh, our ancestors and communities, indigenous communities around the world who are cultured as a whole. There is no not giving. There is no not loving. There is no not sharing. Do you get what I'm saying? And that's why sex messes up a lot of us. Because we can all say, yeah, sex is spiritual. Sex is a sacred energy exchange. 
You know what I'm saying? We got all the words, the beautiful words. And, you know, I have to call myself out on it. Because I'm a, I'm a, like, I am good with my words. But most of the times we use our words to fool ourselves. It's sacred. You know what I'm saying? It's sacred. It's fucking spiritual. So now we can do whatever we want. Nothing, no, 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 no. No, 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 It don't gossip. You get what I'm saying? Sex is an extension of your spirituality. Yes? And as I broke down to you in the last live, your spirituality literally means your energy operations. The things in which you do with your life. The way in which you live your life, your choices for doing this versus that, your very intentional processes for everything that makes up your experience of this world. Sex is an extension of that. So if your way of life is selfish, that's your sex. That's how you relate. Love, meaning giving, seeking, nothing in return, right, must be our first point. Of practice in our lives before we get to that space where we can just be in and out doing doing the most talking about we're free because we're not free being free is not worrying about your in is is submitting yourself to the all that needs to be a way of life and we have a long way to go before we can walk in the footsteps of what of, of how we admire our ancestors How we admire the way they communed Admire the way they First share your food before you share your vagina Just practice sharing your food Most Some of us are more <laughs> Considerate about our food Than our sexual practices You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Like We just out here You don't want no one to have that last piece of avocado But this dick Anyone can get that You ready? You ready? You can get that Ooh I don't know about That's my last cupcake you know I don't know about sharing the cupcake with you Because you know my mum baked that cupcake for me And I don't know about you getting that But this This, this Willie though We could do that I know I, I Yeah Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> it's true though It's true fam And so We need to be We need to like keep, We need to keep a consistent energy You know what I mean Another A theory that I have Again I'm talking to you as a student So I'm just Sharing notes That's what I'm doing right now I'm a student I'm not a master I'm sharing my notes I'll definitely become a master Yes uh, because that's 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 the path I'm walking. But another theory that I have is the reason I feel like we are so sexually obsessed. You know that like one of my friends um, went to my, one of my friends from London. He went to go and stay with this rural community in Ethiopia. He stayed there for like half a year, like six months, I think even longer. And it's one of those communities where literally they live in the wilderness, livestock, you know. Nomadic kind of communities They don't wear any clothes Everyone's naked 
And he went to go live out there. And he was like, Mikel, at first being out there, it was a shock. And then you start to realize no one cares. No one's looking at, oh, a woman's breast is out. Or a man is, a man's willy's out. Or this person's naked. Or this child is just, no one's looking like that. No one cares. And there's no, there's no cases of rape. There's no cases of indecent practices or a woman being troubled or a child being molested or all of these kind of things. He's like, these things do not exist, Mikhail. That's what he was telling me. And I've observed it in other ways on my own travels in Africa. Right? One of my theories, why we as a society are so sexually obsessed. Yeah? We just see the word sex and it just sends us... We just oh, got to tune into this. You know what I'm saying? We catch a little wonderful and it's a wrap. You get what I'm saying? Oh, ah, ah, you know what I'm saying? See a little bulge in the in the crutch and it's a wrap. You get what I'm saying? A little batty. We're like, yo, everybody. What's going on that page? <laughs> the reason why is because on a like sex is a part of our animal nature it is the lowest right and i don't mean this in a degrading way i don't mean this in a degrading way it but it's the lowest expression of our spirituality because it is what creates our it's it 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 requires our body to body connection to create more bodies right so it's the lowest part of our spiritual interaction. And I don't mean that in a degrading way. Right? But because... And so because it's part of our animal nature, we have natural impulses to want to have sex. Uncontrollable impulses to want to have sex. Yes? Cool. Now, the reason I believe we're so sexually obsessed in our society... It's because on a day-to-day basis, we do not get to be so intimate. Our lives are so rigid, so individualistic, so separate, so boxed in, so uh, unspiritual, so not creative, so, you know, the opposite of Chazarojo. You get what I'm saying? So linear and ha 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 ha. That's how we live our lives. That sex becomes one of the most only ways and powerful ways to have that absolute unified abundance. That we that unified abundance connection. Yes, that euphoric cosmic interconnectivity. That we need It becomes the only way Because when we submit our lives to Going to work doing this And studying in this way And la 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 And do you get what I'm saying I am you get what I'm saying Very rigid processes We become And this is why this is, And especially us black people This is why we need to create This is why people If you notice Europeans always found our sexual expressions Very not even sexual, sorry, our creative expressions very 
too too much. We do a one bum flick and they lose their mind. Do you get what I'm saying? A one little hip movement and they lost their mind. One tore us in jail. One ban our expressions. Do you understand? But all of these things, this is why Cesar Rojo is so important to me. It's so important that we consciously go into creative spaces that allow us to be intimate with each other. Consciously. Yes? That's not about taking advantage of each other. Yes? In that lowest form that we do not have control of or mastery of, but a way that we can consciously engage with each other as we do and feel that sense of oneness. The reason we are sexually obsessed is because no other part of our lives gives us a sense of oneness like when we are connecting like that. And unfortunately, what has happened is we go into abuse of that. You know, we go into abuse of that. We unknowingly and sometimes knowingly take advantage of each other, both men and women. Yes, you women. Because we all know men, how men process are, but you women take advantage of men in that way as well. Yes, you rascal do. Yes. Uno. <laughs> so we take advantage of each other in that way. Because it's one of our only ways to secure that natural feeling of oneness. Sex is an interdependent act. Yes, our primal way of showing our unity. It's beautiful. It's poetic. It's it's a song and dance. It's Cesarojo. When I have children, God willing, whatever God's plan is, even if I don't have children, we, we, we ain't going to even use the term sex. We're going to say Cesarojo. And Cesarojo would just be, there's levels to it. You just have to graduate to that point where you can go into that kind of Cesarojo. You got to say it. There's Cesarojo for adults. You got to say it. Because it's the same principle. Playing with spirit. You understand? It's playing with spirit. That's what that is. It's playing with spirit, consciously playing with spirit to empower yourselves. And we're not ready for that. Well, we are. We are ready for it. But it, see, we are ready for it, but it needs to be a constant decision. You get what I'm saying? We can't just, we have to go beyond... You know, like some of us have reached a place now where we can say, that's toxic for me, so I'm not going to do it. But some things that don't even look toxic are still not good for you. You know, like, you know, like, um, there's, you know, like most people are, <laughs> well, most of the world are just going, cons- just getting over consent. I'm like, right, if you are on consent, we can't even talk about, Spiritual alignment. You still asking for consent? You know what I'm saying? Like that's just basic. Do you want to have sex? Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's consent. If you don't even know how to do that, you can't talk about 
is it aligned with your spiritual you get what I'm saying that's too much that's a that's too much of a conversation do you get what I mean and even me personally I had to go past you know consent do you get what I'm saying the deeper I the deeper I start remember what I said earlier for those of you who are on my life earlier when I spoke about un, getting your intentions down up from uh, three pages to a page to a paragraph to a sentence to a statement, to a symbol. That reminds you of your highest spiritual intentions. Once you once you know that, sex goes beyond just consent. Because I reached a place where, yeah, people were consenting all day. You get what I'm saying? And I'm like, actually, no, no, Mikhail. Just because they say it's okay, doesn't mean it's okay. You got to start. And that, that that's a whole different ball game. Because if there's one, let me tell you, and Amanda will know this, well, hopefully, hopefully, if there's one, the hardest person to reject in the world is a horny woman. Especially one that you actually like. Not them, not them ugly ones. <laughs> not them ones who, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a woman who's sexually advancing you and... For the most part, you're like, yes, please. You know what I'm saying? Have some of that. You get what I'm saying? That is another level. You get what I'm saying? And I had to get into the practice of the very difficult practice of doing that. You know, of saying no. Do you know what I'm saying? Of saying no, not because, you know, I didn't want to, but no, because it doesn't make, it doesn't, it doesn't fit into the scope my sister, I'm sorry, it doesn't work. I get it. I'm going to have to run away from you now. Start jogging. <laughs> Start. <laughs> Don't look back. Yes. <laughs> it's funny because it's real. Do you get what I'm saying? You know, you, it's a different level. It's a different conversation where we have to start now being able to go into those things. Not just because we like it. Like, I like oxtail. Jerk chicken is nice. It's never not been nice. There was no day when it didn't be nice. But it's about... That does not align with my uh, nutritional health journey. What I know I must adhere to. And it's the same with, um, you know... If a woman... I see a woman and we connect. And she's beautiful. And, you know, we got all the... La la la... Buzzing. And you're like, you know what? I would. You know what I'm saying? So, it don't mean nothing. You better just... Remove that. And keep it moving in the name of your spiritual intentions. And it's not about them. Because what what we do often as men and women, we make it about the other person. Oh, she came on to me. So I couldn't say no. Okay. That can work one or two times. But after a while, you start realizing it's not about the other person. It's about you. Because you're the one who has to sleep in your mess. You have to go to bed at night. And download everything that you exchanged in throughout the day. And no one can help you with that. Even if that person is sitting right there. Even if that person is like, I want to help you with your spiritual problems. And you're like, really? You know what I'm saying? You can't. It's just not. It can't happen. So, yeah, there's levels to this shit. And I'm talking as a student. When you put... Sex, my connections. 
Hold on, I don't want to miss out what you lot are saying. I don't think... Hold on. Ah! I missed out on so much of what you lot are saying. Hold on. Sex with low vibrational people can leave you broke spiritually, physically, financially for years and vice versa. We can receive better health manifestations flowing. Yo, you just got to learn, bruv. There's been times where I ain't even had sex with a person. I just kissed someone and... And on the exterior... Listen, this is where you got to understand spirits, man. Oh, my God. Energy. You got to understand energy because some of these lot dress their energy so well. So well. You be looking... You know, I'm going to keep it 100. I remember, like, this girl, she looked so beautiful. Everything was crisp and nice, and it was just one of those times where, you know, I don't know. We, I was out, and things happened. I didn't even, we just kissed. Ross Cloud. Ooh, tell me if I go do that. My energy was gone. I literally, I literally woke up sick. So when you start getting sensitive, when your energy, when you become self-aware about your energy operations, your energy knows you become now conscious of everything that should not be in your energy. And it will physically, forget Corona. I was in the real Corona, bro. I woke up sick. Like sick. Couldn't leave my bed. So yeah. And, you know, so we got to go past the physical, like, oh, they look good. The bum is doing the most, or the, the you know what I'm saying, or the, the, the face. And she got nice eyebrows. And me, I love people. I like, like, I really delight in beauty. I love it. Like, I'm one of those people that I will stare at someone that I think is beautiful. You understand? I'll tell a man he's beautiful. I tell men they're beautiful all the time. Beauty is beauty. I really enjoy looking at people. And so when it comes to women, black women, sometimes I get pissed off at how beautiful black women are. I just get pissed off. I literally suck my teeth. I'm like, <laughs> I just get annoyed. I'm like, why are you so beautiful, man? Let's allow it, bro. You know what I mean? You know, but you have to learn, like, you have to learn to go beyond, like, this eye is the, is the deceiver. So, yes, appreciate the beauty and then continue on your highest intentions. Do you get what I'm saying? And that's an everyday decision because, you know, again, as a student, I'm going to keep it real with you. You know, I was like, I was all for it on Monday. Tuesday, I was doing fine. Wednesday was cool. Thursday was blessed. Friday was dope. Saturday, what happened? <laughs> Hold on, okay, what happened on Saturday, bruv? What happened? Oh, what, 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 what? Nah, because obviously, like, you know, she, like, no, what happened? Saturday was reckless, boy. You get what I'm saying? So, it's, it becomes a thing where it's an every it's everyday decision. And, you know, in defense of you and myself, it's not about beating yourself up for, for transgressing against yourself, but it's about 
constantly learning from the, your actions, constantly learning from your experiences, constantly learning and analyzing. Okay, you know, like what I've learned as a man is just not putting myself in certain situations because after a certain point, I can't win. I'm not winning. So I just, I just don't put myself in certain situations because I won't win. I'll lose. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> I've made it out a couple alive, but after at a certain point, you have to lose. And then you know, also when you reject a woman, most women don't take rejection very good. So it's best to not even get in the scenario where that's even happening. Because I've had to just cuss certain people just to save myself. You know, just to like declare out loud. <laughs> just to throw the situation off so that I don't do something, you know, against what I know is righteous, you know, for myself. You know? Yeah, ask questions. Let's ask questions, fam. Let's ask questions. You don't know. So my little sister's listening to bangers upstairs. Okay. Okay, sis. Hey! Ask questions, fam. Body go rest you. Ask questions, fam. Share. Let's share, man. So, I'm dating a male nurse, and he's super nice, right? This is funny. You now sound like one of my bridges, one of my female... This is literally how me and my girls talk on the phone. You get what I'm saying? Like, I've got some homies. They be talking, so, Mikel, I'm dating this guy, right? And uh, he's super nice. I'm like, red flag, red flag. No, <laughs> Second date, we ended up having sex from just our first kiss. That's how it works, baby. Hey, listen. Hey, don't listen. When you kiss someone, hey, listen. Don't open up them realms there. Literally, I find I find it so interesting. Not to digress, right? I find it so interesting that a kiss is. It's like the first part. It's like the first passcode into sex. Because it's like, you know, tongue in mouth, you're literally now mimicking the sexual act. And a good kiss can be just as good as sex. Whew. You're literally connecting the top of your... Oh my God, we're so beautiful. Like, can, we, can I just have a moment for us as human beings? We're so beautiful as human beings, man. It's just, we're sexy. We are sexy. We're sexy. Like, you think about it, like, you take the top of yourself. Put it in the top of that person. And the bottom of yourself. Put it in the bottom of that person. And you're just integrate. It is the most magical thing on earth. Wow. Woo. So beautiful, man. Mm. <laughs> this is why we have to be initiated into sexual practices, man. Because it's like, look at me. It's like naturally. We're just... 
You know, you can't excuse yourself from loving that shit. So we have to take better precautions to protect ourselves from ill practices when it comes to sex. Because we all want to cuss that person who abuses people in sex and stuff. But they're just deeper levels of messed up than we are. Do you get what I'm saying? Most of us are cool because, oh, it was consensual. Consensual. That's it. That's your whole barometer for having sex with someone. I said yes. They said yes. So what? You get what I'm saying? There's like, I remember like back, like when I was young, I remember I had a good friend, man, like one of my best friends at the time. We ended up having sex. Ruined our entire relationship, like literally. We literally like never spoke again after that. And we was like so close. This is when I was a teenager. We were so close. And we had sex. And it ruined our relationship. Forever. Forever. Why? It's not because, oh, I had I had a good body, she had a good body. And I have sexual organs, she had sexual organs, so we should have sex. That's literally how it ended up thinging. But no, you're not supposed to just be having sex with everyone. Some people are supposed to be... You're not supposed to cross that line with certain people. Do you get what I'm saying? It's supposed to be there. Your intimacy is supposed to be shared in other ways. Your love is supposed to be shared in other ways. You cross that line, you're literally disturbing the equilibrium between you. You know, and as young people, we don't get that. Even as adults, we don't get that. We're just like, well, it fits. So, you know, I'm sure it's supposed to be right. It fits. That's literally how some of us operate. (laughs) But it felt nice. You know what I'm saying? Some of us, it's a process as well. Like, I feel like some of us need to master eating. Before we can master sex, like, you can't, like, it's my genuine belief, you can't master sex until you've mastered your eating habits. Because it literally comes from the same instinctual process. You know what I'm saying? Like, most people's excuse for eating bad food is that it tastes nice. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Stop eating meat. Oh, but I I love a little bit of alcohol. I'm not judging no one, but I'm saying... I'm talking about people who actually want to change. And that's their excuse not to change. Do you get what I'm saying? So... I think... You know, learning how to fast and, um, you know, learning how to eat the right food when you need to and, you know, have fun with food when you need to and understanding what's righteous and good for you in terms of your nutrition is a gateway to understanding your sexuality. Also, what I believe is really important in terms of us understanding our sexuality is being able to understand our creative processes like me opening up my creative processes like you know not just boxing myself in as oh i'm a rapper so i need to do this and only this so i need to look like that but me you putting my creativity into you know the way i speak to people the way i do my spiritual health programs the way i do services businesses the way i cook the way i engage with people all of these things is me using that same energy and what I've realized is you know I used to say which is still true 
You know, I'm a highly sexual being, but it's not that isolated. I'm a highly creative being. And the less I create is the more and more I want to have sex. Do you get what I'm saying? The more and more I create is the less and less I actually think about sex. In fact, when I'm really on mode, I don't even think about sex at all. It's when, it's when I'm like, my B, my energy is buzzing and I'm like, I ain't got an outlet. That's when I start thinking about, hmm, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? You start mad, I can sure do some, you know what I mean? <laughs> you start thinking like, twiddling your fingers, you know? And that's when you, you got to get up and get to work. You got to get up and... That's why I keep my creative pro... My creative process is our way of life. If I was the guy that had to do, wake up and do a nine to five, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure many lives, including my own, would be messed up. But my creativity is my way of life. I can't not create because it, it means that I release this energy that I have. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's not just you. This is why men, we need to talk, fam. Us men are going through some shit. And, uh, you know, our women are suffering because all of us is keeping it to ourselves. So us men need to, like, you know, be real. A man, our sexual energy is our life energy, our life force energy. you got to look at it. Like, it's like your fuel tank. you got all of this semen sitting at the end of you like like a like a just like a reserve of fuel do you get what i'm saying every woman don't deserve that they don't deserve that shit in fact most of them don't you get what i'm saying and that energy is another thing that i think has actually spoiled men man i've got so much conversations i want to have but this is one thing that i really feel like has messed up a lot of men in this society is because um, we are allowed to go into sex and everyone knows that men and women, out of men and women, the way men are designed, we are the engagers, right? And the uh, uh, the ones who are able to enforce the sexual act, yes? Most of us go into that with no form of initiation, no form of training. We just, like the first time I had sex was, a girl came up to me, she was like two years older than me. I was 13 when I first had sex. And she was like 15. She literally said, came up to me and was like, yo, I want your number, you're buff. And I'm like, you could get this number. Duh. Do you get what I'm saying? And then like, next week we was in a bush having sex. It was literally like that. So, at 13, I've literally just left childhood. And I'm having, I'm taking part in the most sacred act in the world. What more do I have to do? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? You got to understand how men work. Like, what more do I have? I don't have to do anything. I've got no drive. Like, I've just been able to have sex. Just like that. So, now, what is my impetus to create or to build? Do you understand? There is none. And I feel like when you live in a society that takes away man's ability to build nations, to control and to um, protect and serve 
his community with all his creative might, when you remove all of those things from a man and you give him just sexual freedom, he's going to abuse it. You've taken away his ability to build nations. That's what our sexual power is for. That's what our testosterone is for. Our masculinity is to go out and beautify the world with aggression. Is to create a law, enforce the law of love, a law of balance, the law of ma'at. That is what a man is supposed to go and do in the structures and institutions and systems he builds. Remove that from a man. What is he? But a sperm donor, as a lot of my sisters, are literally relegated men too. And I remember time ago, I couldn't even argue when a woman said that. Women are comfortable right now as single mums. Comfortable. They're okay. Why? Because their man is the system. They don't need a man. They do need a man, but I'm saying for like... The way we vibrate and the way we currently live life in this system, they don't need a man. It's only when you get into nation building, intentional nation building, that's when you realize, yo, I need a man. But until that time, you've got someone to fill your gap. And that's wrong. And yes, this is what has made a lot of our men, it's really, it's really spiritually castrated men. Do you understand? Because a lot of our, because the way the system supports the woman, especially when she's single, especially when she's vulnerable, it doesn't, it allows the man to get away with shit. He can be lethargic. Do you get what I'm saying? He can just sit there. System will deal with it. Did you get your paycheck? You just turn into freaking bums. Do you get what I'm saying? We just, that's what happens. So, unless a man understands his responsibility for building nations, society, systems, and all of that, you just got to have a, 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 a backlog of semen waiting to be planted in you or be wasted on something because he's not putting it on, he's not doing nothing with it. And that's why that brother earlier was like, Mikel, I thought it was just me. It's not just you. When a man is idle, he wants to f- he wants to have sex. When a man is idle, it's like men should not be idle. You see me? I'm doing too much right now. I need to get off this couch. I'm doing way too much. This couch is becoming comfortable. A man should never be idle, bruv. Because that's when we start doing wrong, wrong shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm doing too much right now. I need to get off this couch. I need to stand up and talk to you, look. Before I start doing that. You get what I'm saying? Man should not be idle. A man's whole brain, his entire, like when he wakes up, his mission should just slap him on the back of the head. Like, and he's got a focus. Shouldn't even have time for, to just, you know what I'm saying? When he, by the time he goes into sex, it's like he deserves it. And the woman just, come baby, come let me just re-energize you. Come, let all that go. This is why in Africa it was taboo. For a man to be in a house. Taboo. You understand? And it was taboo for a man to do anything around the house. Not because, oh, the woman is his slave. It's because, yo, 
Don't, your concern is not here, my friend. This is my realm. I'm the woman. This is my house. I built it. This is how I've ordered it. This is my kitchen. This is my, you know, area of science and feminine energy. When you come here, you belong to me. When you step in this house, take off your armor, take off your clothes, sit there, eat that, take this, you know what I'm saying? Have some of that. Get the, get back out there. Get back out there. Get back out there, real boy. That's why when you go and look at the traditional homes built in Africa, fam, the man, the woman's house, the woman's got mansions, respectively. She's got a mansions with sections of different rooms. This is where she keeps the, the food and this is where the kids sit. What is the man's house? The man has a shed. What we call a man cave today was a man's whole house. You understand? Don't get too comfortable, rude boy. The worst thing, I'm telling you, as someone who lives it, the worst thing for a man to be is comfortable. Comfortability is an enemy of men. Women need comfort. And we should find as men our comfort in them being comfortable. Not us. We need to be like... Because that's what keeps us disciplined. That's what keeps us on point. That's what keeps us from run up in, running up in people's business that we shouldn't have business doing. Entertaining women that we shouldn't be entertaining. You understand? Not taking responsibility where we should. A man who's on job and is a, and on mission ain't got time to do that. And as a student of this, I know it's when I'm, my misbehavior indicator comes when I ain't got shit to do. That's why I overload myself with things to do. Overload. Can't work, can't done. Can't finish. Because I can't have a moment. A moment. I can't have a moment. And when it's and when and when it's time for me to have a moment, the setup is there. You understand? I got people who make sure that I'm good, I'm well, I'm looked after, and making sure that I'm on job. Making sure I get back out there to do what I need to do. Making sure that I'm not misbehaving. You understand? That's the kind of people I keep around me. People look in your eyes and remind you of your freaking, uh, your mission, aim and purpose. Not them people who want to <laughs> seduce you into fuck, into, ma into madness. Yo, I'm trying to watch my language. Because I want to share, I want this to be shared amongst the family. But I love cussing. Sometimes I, I you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yes, we must be disciplined. And that's not just a word. A man needs to be overwhelmed with work. Righteous work. Creative work. Not just papers and admin. Not like that. But, but his, his works. He needs his stack every day. That's what he needs. To, he just needs that stack of work to be overwhelmed with so he can pour his entire spunk into building that. Because that same energy goes in a woman and creates children. That's what that energy does. So that energy can't be wasted. <laughs> Don't say sex. It's called making love. Yes, mommy. 
It's called making love, baby. Well, we need to make love to our lives. Before we start trying to run up in, before we start trying to claim penis, right? And claim vagina, we need to claim our life. And we need to make love. I want my life to feel like I'm making love. You understand? I just want, you know, you know when you just look around and you take a deep breath and you're like, yeah, man. Like when I'm, when I listen to my music and I'm like, I did that. When I finish an edit and I'm like, I me do that. I know how much stress that took me. I know how much tears when I completed the village link out and I'm like, yo, you lot don't even know. I know this was one week, but that one week took me 12 months, even 48 months to do. Do you understand? My whole entire everything went into that. And I'm just like, yeah, that's nice. And as soon as it's done, that the, the energy comes back. So uh, what you doing next? I'm like, God damn it. Okay, fine. You gotta get back on job Cause the devil makes work Work for idle hands Men need discipline More than women A man needs discipline more than a woman You know why? Cause the women have natural disciplines You get what I'm saying? Women have natural Their body gives them natural disciplines Men don't have that we, uh, the most that happens to a man Our balls drop And it's It's gun hole from there You gotta say As soon as their balls drop We're like Where the vagina yeah, No Women have natural disciplines That make them submit To their higher self Especially if they are Practicing some level of consciousness So we need discipline Men need discipline Men need that discipline And that discipline Can't come in the form of a woman you understand? Because when a woman looks in your eyes, she sees two things. Her son and her father. Even if you're a man of her age, she sees her son and her father and her husband. So a woman is not there to discipline a man. A woman is there to inspire a man to keep his discipline. But um, that has to be, again, come from a man's lens. But, again, that's an hour, two hour live. Man did a two hour live, you know. Big up, man. Thank you. Like, I was inspired to share today. Guys, if you want uh, one-to-one spiritual health coaching, my man them, if you want to talk real, real, real talk with me on one-to-one in terms of your uh, your spiritual health, uh, sisters as well, hit me up, man. Let's do it, man. Oh, shit. Tribes, they would have monthly sweats to compensate for not having a period or time when they must purify to earth like women. Wow. I want to hear more on that. I'm going to look up that more, but I'm getting a countdown right now. Um, you can also catch this live on... Shit! Okay, you can catch this live on... Spotify, Anchor, Apple, and all the other places. And yeah, peace in, love out, Nakumaisha, Watu Aroho. I offer you life, my spiritual people. You're done, no, they're done, no. Until tomorrow, peace in, love out. Bless. Wagwa, Nakumaisha family. Thank you for tuning in to Too High to Go Hell, a spiritual health conversation for the millennial generation. Are you tapped in? <laughs> 
Thank you for your ears and thank you for your energy. Guys, if you'd like to support this work in this podcast and anything else World Changer Life is doing, please go to my website, worldchangerlife.com or hit the link in my bio on my Instagram and leave a donation of any kind. Also, family, I'm really interested to know what you guys have learned, what is, uh, thoughts have been inspired in you from listening to this podcast. So go on to Twitter, at me, at Mikel Amin, or on Instagram, at Mikel the Energy. Use the hashtag spiritual health with Mikel and just tell me some of the sound bites that you've got, some of the quotables, you know, some of the lessons that you might have learned from the conversations in these podcasts. Also, join the World Changer WhatsApp broadcast list where we can have one-on-one conversations about the topics of spiritual health. Add my number, plus four four double seven four three zero double five double one nine. Plus four four double seven. 430 double five double one nine. Peace in, love out. Hey!